0: Team, welcome to the Freedom Hut. Great to have you here with me. We've got updates on, of course, COVID madness. Fauci isn't run amok. A fourth shot, perhaps, already getting talked about. And what's going to happen to cops who have refused to get the jab in different places across the country? We've got that for you. Plus, the Virginia governor's race still ground zero for the fight between parents and bureaucratic commie school boards. But it's spreading to other places too. Minnesota school board video that you got to see. Also got updates on the spending bill, Joe Manchin, uh, the Alec Baldwin uh, set shooting situation, all of that coming up for you today on the show. So be sure to stick around. For hardworking Americans, finding health care can be an expensive struggle. It can feel like you don't have any real choice at all. That's why I'm introducing our friends at OneShare Health. As a Christian healthcare sharing ministry, they're a nonprofit dedicated to helping thousands of Americans find affordable healthcare and support their members' communities through charity and volunteer missions. Their ACA-exempt programs are perfect for small business owners, the self-employed, or anyone who's just fed up with the broken traditional healthcare system. Don't worry about ridiculous Obamacare mandates or penalties. Get the most out of your hard-earned money with healthcare for just $115 a month for you or $239 for your family. Get $75 off your enrollment fee with promo code BUCK. Call 833-230-4455 now or go online to onesharehealth.com for a fast quote in seconds. That's 833-230-4455 or onesharehealth.com with promo code BUCK for your special offer. Live well, pay less, see how much you'll save, and put the freedom of choice back in your hands. So we know that this is not going away any soon, right? We know this is uh, this COVID pandemic continues on. And now they're getting ready to get kids lined up for shots. They're going to make kids get shots. This is insane. I mean, you've got a, a little over one in a million shot of a child dying from COVID when that child gets COVID. One in a million. Those are the kind of odds that if you worry about, you will never leave your house never leave your house you'll be like oh my gosh everything is so dangerous i can't go anywhere but this has gotten some attention i mean just want to throw this out there here is the new england journal of medicine editor dr eric rubin who's on the fda panel looking into getting the kids approved for shots right the fda is about to say oh yeah we all we all know by the way they're going to say oh it's great the vaccine's totally safe for kids go for There's There's no chance, no chance that they're going to say, oh, yeah, we don't really know the long term situation here and we're just going to give it to them. So we all understand that. This is the this is the situation we're in. But here is Dr. Eric Rubin saying something that I think you need to hear.
1: We're never going to learn
0: about how safe the vaccine is unless we start giving it. That's just the way it goes. We're never going to learn how safe the vaccine is until we start. Giving it. Now they're talking about giving this to kids, but just in general, they won't be honest with you about things like this, but they don't know. They didn't know how long it would last. They didn't know how effective it would be. These are facts. They did not know when they approved this thing. They did not know when they said, everyone should take it. Come on, let's go, let's go, that it would essentially be depleted as a form of uh, protection for anybody after six months, dramatically depleted. They didn't know. They simply uh, weren't able to get that data, right? How safe is this thing over the long term? 10 years, 20 years? Does it do anything? Are there any? Now, I I think it's, you know, I don't know. I mean, they don't know. I don't know. Who knows, right? Maybe it's fine. Maybe it's not. But they're mandating you get this thing. It's one thing if they said, hey, look, we this is the best we've got. We're in the we're in the war on COVID and this is the best weapon we can give you. But it's your choice. Uh, it's not your choice anymore, as you know, in a lot of places. For some of you, you're in a part of the country where it is still up to you. Um, and that's it. You know, that's it. If, if you're in a place like New York, like I am, you're told you, you get the shot or you're excluded from public life. Hat tip to my friend Jordan Schachtel, who wrote on Twitter, that we've gone from two weeks to slow the spread to four shots so that you can have any interaction in public life. They'll say, oh, wait, four shots? What are you talking about? Oh, that's right, the last 24 hours. Fox eight with one of the... I mean, there's a lot of people running this story. Why? The CDC says some people may need a fourth vaccine dose. Uh, the CDC said people who are moderately or severely immunocompromised may need a fourth COVID shot at least six months after completing their third mRNA vaccine dose. Uh, that's what they're saying here. So they, they may there may have to be a, a fourth shot for folks. Now I'm wondering how many of you out there would want to do uh, would want to do a bet with me right now that we're going to find out you gotta if you want to be protected from COVID, you're gonna have to get the shot every year. Just like the flu, it's not like we haven't seen anything like this before. Yeah, that's where that's where this is. It's where it's been going for a long time. But if they take us to that point and they they have to admit that look, it's going to be around forever, and your protection isn't perfect, and it's going to wax and wane over time. Uh, then we're basically going to the place of well. Learn to live with the virus, which is what some of us have been saying the whole time. They've been promising, bend the knee, accept our authoritarianism, and you'll be protected. That is just not true. They've been making promises they can't keep, and they've been trampling on your rights in the process. So I, I think everybody should see that for, for what it is. I think everybody should understand what's gone on here. The uh, health apparatchiks have let us down. In a big way. Unless you're over at CNN, which is a vile propaganda network that has done tremendous damage to the public's trust and anybody who works in media. Uh, here's CNN's Cuomo trying to give a little bit. You know, he was good when he was giving uh, communications advice to his embattled brother, the former and disgraced governor of New York. Now he's giving communications advice to other Democrats gratis play two
1: today's a big day for parents okay kids getting that kind of a a big strong approval from the fda here is my appeal to you in government um yes i know i give you a hard time on a regular basis but here's an opportunity to not get a hard time get the messaging straight don't talk about mandates talk about the message of safety what is the data why does it show that this is okay for kids why do you believe that is an important decision to get a vaccine when kids don't seem to get that sick how do you give a parent like me the comfort to know that this is more reward than risk for my child yeah do it do it consistently do it everywhere do it till it makes sense to people or you will lose and this issue will be put right in the basket of reasons (laughs) to fear government along with everything else covid
0: Yes, you know, this should go on reasons to fear government because the government is full of morons and people like Chris Cuomo support them. Children are not at risk from this disease. Children do not have to worry about this disease. They're, you know, another part of this, we talk about natural immunity a lot. They're not going to check the kids or they're not going to give an out for natural immunity to children either. Whose young immune systems very easily beat COVID so much so they rarely even know they have it. So you're gonna be having kids get shots. They're gonna force in places like California kids, it'd be like, oh, okay. Everyone has to, everyone has to get a shot. Uh, you know, for for measles. You say, well, hold on a second. There was a measles outbreak last year. Half the class already had measles. So they're all getting a measles shot? Yes, yes, you have to. You have to do it. You have to have a one size fits all blunt instrument policy. Can't think things through. No, no. Government. People scared. People scared. Government tells you do this thing. So dumb, honestly. I mean, CNN is is, is such a disgrace. So we got the showdown in Virginia. We are just days away from seeing who the next governor of Virginia will be. Assuming there's no issue with overnight ballots. Oh, the late ballot count. Maybe that will happen. You know. Oh, wait a second. Uh, I, I'm just going to tell you this right now. I will be um, skeptical. I will be skeptical of things if, let's say, Glenn Youngkin is up by thirty thousand votes when all the precincts, uh, you know, finish uh, finish their counting at night, and then the next morning they're like, "Oh my gosh, we have these bags of McAuliffe votes. Forty thousand votes just appeared. Basically, none for Glenn Youngkin and all for McAuliffe." I'm just going the record to say, if that happens, I will be highly, highly <laughs> unlikely to accept that as the explanation. And I know it's it's awful. This is where we a lot of us are on this stuff. But you know, I, I I'm not in control of these things. You know, I'm not. Uh, they haven't elected me Czar Buck of elections, America. You name it. I would I would clean all this stuff up, but I haven't gotten that job yet. So we gotta we gotta work with the system we've got for now because we don't have anything else. But Joe Biden is out there on the stump doing the usual stuff. We're just you know. Middle class, jobs, America, middle class, jobs, jobs, great and good paying jobs. I mean, Joe Biden is an excellent politician if you're really stupid and don't know anything about history, distant or recent in America, or you don't know anything about Joe Biden. I mean, if you've just been walking through sleepwalking through life the last 40 years, you might think Joe Biden's a really smart, on it guy. But anybody who's been paying attention would say, "How is this clown the president of the United States? How is this even possible?" By the way, I gotta say the uh, Terry McAuliffe dancey, dancey on stage, side to side, boomer sway he did on video. Some of you have seen it. Some of you haven't. If you haven't, you can go to Daily Mail. They've got it up. But uh, uh, Terry McAuliffe is a clown, folks. It's a clown. But Democrats are pushing for him. He's doing his little dance. Yeah, I'm a good guy. I'm going to do good things for the state, you know. Make sure your kids get a lot of CRT instruction. Make sure there's a lot more crime on the streets. And we can't actually have police doing their jobs properly. Make sure we focus on equity and inclusion in all aspects of everything the government does at the expense of fairness, constitutional protection, equal protection under law. Excellence, you know, whatever it doesn't. None of that stuff. Merit, none of that stuff matters. Just whatever the uh, Democrat Marxists want to push. That's what. That's what's supposed to matter the most. So that's the situation right now in the governor's race. Tom Cotton speaking out on this one, saying, "I, I hope he's right." Nothing is going to bail out McAuliffe.
1: Well, I think Terry McAuliffe is looking for any harbor in the storm. He's been flailing for weeks now. His poll numbers sink under the weight of Joe Biden and the Democrats' failed economic policies. So he's called in Joe Biden. He's called in Stacey Abrams. He called in Barack Obama. He's looking for anyone to help save his failing campaign, but nothing's going to save Terry McAuliffe. That race next week is going to be a canary in the coal mine when Glenn Youngkin is elected governor of Virginia as a preview of what will happen next November when the American people. People repudiate Joe Biden and the Democrats and elect Republicans to take back control of the Congress.
0: I hope he's right. I think he could be. We will have to see how it plays out. Um, I have more for you on the spending bill and also the uh, shooting. The Baldwin movie shooting is how people look. He was the shooter. It's not just like he was on the movie. He was the guy who shot the person. So I think we can call it the Baldwin movie shooting. It's just a question of how culpable or how uh, responsible for the situation he was. So we'll get into uh, some of that in a moment here. When Tunnel to Towers Foundation sets their mind to helping families of 9-11 first responders and our soldiers fighting the war on terrorism, they're committed. This year alone, they're helping 200 families move into mortgage-free homes with the help of your donations. That's a remarkable effort on its own. But that's not all the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has done. They've dedicated the summer months of August and September to honor those first responders of 9-11, with a tribute that allows us to never forget their bravery and sacrifice. Tunnel to Towers Foundation continues to honor and remember with a tribute set for Veterans Day next month. On a day-to-day basis, Tunnel to Towers Foundation dedicates themselves to look after our first responders and soldiers. I mean, what other organization do you know that's making this pledge? You might not know the names of these firefighters, police officers, EMT crew members that answer the call on 9-11, but the team at Tunnel to Towers Foundation does. They are men and women, oftentimes with families and it's incumbent upon us. It is an obligation, a sacred one on us to support those families. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. T2T.org. Tunnel to Towers Foundation does fantastic work. Please support them if you can. Now, we have, oh, the the, uh, Alec Baldwin shooting. I'll just speak somewhat briefly about this, because this is not a why is this uh treated like a big national news story? Why why is everyone focused in on this one? Well, because Alec Baldwin is an actor, and unfortunately I have to admit, he's actually a very good actor. I know people don't like to hear it, but it's true. Um, but Alec Baldwin is an actor, uh, and he's who's talented. And he also is an activist. He's a left-wing activist. He hates republican says really nasty things to them likes to get into the political discussion likes to throw around his generally ignorant uh ideas and because he's famous people listen to him even though i wish people would stop listening to stupid famous people i think that would be better for all of us um but this is a situation that is uh, is tragic we have Somebody here who, who died, um, a mother, uh, a wife, just doing her job as cinematographer on set. Another guy got hit. I mean, that's, he's lucky he survived, uh, another one of the staff on the, on this uh, production. But here you have Hannah Gutierrez-Reed um, discharge weapons without warning and infuriated star Nicolas Cage on her previous film. Uh, the quote, this is for the Daily Mail, you just blew my blanking eardrums out. You look back at this and you see this is a a young girl who had a uh, young woman, I should say, she's 22, I guess, but she's quite young, I mean, I 24, uh, quite young, but had already established herself as having a reputation of recklessness and not knowing what the heck she's doing. But I'm sure the fact that she was a young female and obviously based on her demeanor and her TikToks and all this quite progressive uh and has a hyphenated last name. I'm not going to go so far as to say that you know you can't be you wouldn't want to you wouldn't want to trust like a range safety officer with a hyphenated last name and uh what are those those uh sort of I what what do you call when they do the uh, the the I the makeup on the corner of the eye. You know what I'm talking about? I don't know. What's it called? I don't know. Anyway, there's, she has a very particular, uh, let's say, a very progressive look. She's a very progressive looking, uh, looking, like, oh, w- uh, wings. I think they're called eye wings. Maybe. I don't know. Anyway, it, look, I'm just telling you this. If this woman, if I was told that this was the woman who was going to be my range safety officer, my armor, my anything having to do with her being squared away had to do with safety i mean i would be like get me out of this place and apparently Nicolas cage on a previous production felt exactly that way and you know she shot a gun next to his head without ear i i will tell you this i am very protective of my ears i did go to the 702 range yesterday and have uh quite a bit of fun there shooting shooting some guns uh shot a Gold-plated 50-caliber handgun, the Barrett 50-cal rifle, uh, shot fully automatic uh, Uzi, uh, MP5 on full auto. I'm trying to think what else we got in there. Uh, they they have a thing called the Quadzilla, which is four fully automatic M4s that you fire by pulling one trigger that they've linked up between all four of them. Obviously, this is just for indoor range in a very specific controlled environment. Um, but it is quite a phenomenon to fire off 4 M4s all at the same time that was interesting it's a great zombie apocalypse weapon i'll say that but you know the people that i was with you look at them and and you you well, they're they're are professionals who do this all the time and they're gun people and a lot of you listening to this a lot of you uh, watching this you're gun people you understand what i'm talking about you just there's a there's a culture that is built upon responsibility and safety like that is that is the foundation of all of it, and you have this woman walking around, you know, taking all these uh, photos where it seems like she's a little uh, a little cavalier with weapons, and clearly she was cavalier with weapons. I mean, the fact that they had target practice going on nearby and they were mixing out uh, blanks and live rounds in a gun and weren't very very clear about what was going on. Well, this is how tragedy happens. How someone dies. That's what happened there. They're saying it's possible there could be charges, uh, involuntary manslaughter charges. I, I don't think that's off the table. I think the uh, question beyond that would be: Would it be Alec Baldwin who's charged, or would it be the person who handed the gun? Remember, he's supposed to check, right? Someone hands me a gun at a range and says, "Oh, don't worry, it's empty." And I and I turn around and I go, "Oh, okay, it's empty." Click, and I you know shoot someone in the leg. That's on me. I didn't check. I don't know. I'm going to take someone else's word for it. You always check. You know this. You always check. The weapon is in your hands. Your finger is the one that can depress the trigger. You check yourself every time without fail. Obviously, they failed here. So that's... We'll see if there are, are charges about this. By the way, I will speak more. Um, I'm probably not going to get to it today, but the Kyle Rittenhouse uh, situation uh, it seems like clear self-defense to me based on the video, based on the evidence, and I want to explain why that is, and I think uh, Rittenhouse has been treated horribly by, uh, well, by the media, of course, but uh, we're going to make sure the truth gets out there, and this show will be a part of that. The spending bill. Oh, boy. I was at the uh, Stansbury Conference in Vegas. That's why I was at the 702 range uh, or the range 702. And uh, I was at the Stansbury Conference in Vegas. I was pretty much working the whole time. I didn't really have any downtime. So not a lot of pool or gambling or any of that stuff. Uh, but there's a lot of talk there about how inflation, I mean, these are, and these are all finance experts. They're not political people. Some of them are. You know, Bernie Sanders, well, no, they're not Bernie Sanders supporters because that's crazy. But some of them are uh, you know, Obama, Hillary, Biden voters, only a few, but there are some of their experts who are Democrats I talked to, and they're all saying inflation is going to get worse. And this is pernicious, and this is theft from the middle class, and this is awful what's going on with this spending. It's only going to get worse, and it could get really, really bad. Um. Here is Bernie Sanders just laying out some of what is supposed to be in this bill. Ten,
1: Any serious reconciliation bill must include real Medicare negotiations with the pharmaceutical industry to lower the cost of prescription drugs. That's probably the issue most on people's minds. Maybe the issue second most on people's minds is the understanding that it is really insane that in the wealthiest country in the history of the world, we have tens of millions of Americans, older Americans, who have no teeth in their mouth, who are unable to digest the food that they're eating, people who cannot hear and communicate with their grandkids because they have no hearing aids, people are unable to see, well, this is America, richest country in the history of the world. Any serious... Reconciliation bill must include expanding Medicare to cover dental, hearing aids, and eyeglasses.
0: Just, just free stuff for everybody. Just more free stuff. It's always going to be more free stuff. It's not free though. That's the problem. You're paying for it. You listening to this, watching this, You are paying for it. You got ten thousand dollars in the bank you've saved. You work hard for. Well, now you're losing. And, and this is based upon the you know what the uh, CPI is telling you. I mean, the, the consumer price index. This is what the the basket of goods they use to calculate inflation. It's worse than what they say it is. But you know, losing six, seven, and I know they say five, six, seven percent, eight percent. Really, it's more like ten percent a year when I mean, you look at the way you have to earn and then pay taxes and then what you have left over and then the inflation that cuts away at that. So you're losing money. It's like they're siphoning money out of your bank accounts. And, oh, by the way, they want to do that, too. They want to do that, too, if they can. That's why they're looking at untaxed gains. You think untaxed gains is going to stop just at billionaires? The income tax, they told us, was just for the equivalent of billionaires 100 years ago. And sure enough, getting ready to start putting all that stuff out there this April, you know, getting ready to do it. Yep. Another, another round of taxes. Please, government, take my money and don't send me to prison because I didn't give you the exact amount of money that you won't tell me it is, but you say you know what it is. Oh, I, I've got one, uh, one pick up here at the end um, before I go. And I'm also going to tell you. Oh, i got a couple closing thoughts. But a school board totalitarianism, it's not just a thing in Loudoun County. I've been saying this all along. It's all across the country. At a Minnesota school board meeting, they, pro- they prohibited parents from criticizing school officials, and they force any public commenters to reveal their home address. You know, the kind of thing you do if you wanted people to be intimidated and think that maybe they would be self-doxing and opening themselves up to some real problems. That's the situation that we're seeing here. So the Minnesota School Board is taking these actions to shut down parents' from saying stuff
1: open forum participants are prohibited from calling out or addressing any individual school board or school district staff member if this occurs open forum will be closed and the individual will not be allowed to participate in future open forums can you give us your name and address please my name is john i live in mankato Could i get your address please john um i'd rather not since you guys don't give your address you can't speak and I get so much uh, property damage and eggs and everything else from fun people and their friends. John, you the need to give board. your address. All right, I live on Fifth Street. Excuse me? I live on Fifth Street. It's house number?
0: <laughs> Thank you. <clears throat> All right. So are our kids safe? Fifth Street. That's not enough. I mean, does he have to give them everything? What about his Social Security number? What else does he have to say at this, at this meeting with the school board? Just intimidation, folks. Same reason why the libs always want to get rid of anonymous political donations in every context. They want to get rid of it all the time because they want to dox everybody who gives to conservatives and Republicans because they're, you know, filthy commies who will lie, cheat, steal, and destroy at every opportunity. Huh? Eh, this is America today. This is the situation we are in. Vegas. I got to say, it was good to see my friends at Stansbury Research. I really, really like those guys and gals a lot. Uh, we had a great panel with uh, Ron Paul and Trish Regan and, uh, couple of Stansbury experts, Dan Ferris, some other folks. So we, uh, it, was a, it was a good event for me, and I obviously got to do the radio show from Las Vegas, which was uh, interesting, for sure. Got to downtown Vegas, which I had never been to before. But I just say this, um, you know, what's with the masks, Las Vegas? Indoor masks? This is Sin City. They had people running around Uh, The casino floor, if you walk through the casino without a mask on, everyone's sitting there drinking, smoking. Their mask is down while they're drinking and smoking, by the way. No masks, but got to chase you down if you walk through the smoke-filled casino, tell you to mask up. It is insanity, but COVID's driven a lot of people insane. A lot more people have gone insane from COVID than have actually even gotten it. A lot of people have gotten it. Thanks for being with me, team. Appreciate it. We'll be back tomorrow with the show. Check out my uh, Locals account if you haven't already, please. Uh, Bucksaxon.locals.com. Shields high.